0: Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com. Here on the Mindset for Life podcast, we look at ideas that help you reclaim your power and purpose in life, relationships, and work. This podcast is for you if you lead, each, and serve others. You want things to get a little better each day and you're ready to focus on your mindset to make it happen. Hello and welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your host, and I'm so excited to talk with you About stressing out. This is gonna be three ways to stop being stressed out. Now, you are amazing, but you can't be amazing if you're stressed out all the time. In fact, over time, being stressed out simply makes you stuck. Now, I'm gonna talk with you about how to stop being stressed out and stuck. If you're listening to this, you already know that you have a problem being stressed. Maybe you believe too many people need your help. There is just too much for you to do. You cannot possibly get it all done and no one else can take over for you. Well, today I'm going to give you, first, three reasons you might be so stressed. Second, three ways to stop being stressed. And third, three types of permission you're going to need to start this plan. What's in it for you? You might be thinking, uh, well, the first most important thing about stress management is your awareness We don't realize how stressed out we are until it's too much. It's like that idea you might've heard of, of boiling frogs. First, the frogs are swimming around in the water, happy as can be, hopping around. Little by little, the boiling begins. It gets hotter and hotter, till pretty soon the frogs are being boiled and cannot survive. Yet it isn't really clear exactly where they went wrong. When should they have gotten out of that pot? One degree at a time, it's impossible to know where they crossed into the point of no return. You are going to walk away from this episode with three red flags about your own reasons for being stressed, three quick tips that can help you right now, and three other ideas to getting on track again. With many choices, you're gonna find something that will work for you and things that can begin to change your life and your work immediately. So let's get started. Let's begin with three reasons why you might be so stressed. First, you love people. Now, this has to do with your values. If you love people, chances are you put everybody else in front of yourself, you put others' needs in front of your own, and you really want to help people. Sometimes it can be in the realm of people-pleasing. Sometimes it can just be an urge to satisfy other people. And for some reason, we tend to love people more than we love ourselves. So we put these other people first And what their needs are come before our needs until pretty soon, all we're doing all the time is trying to do all this stuff for other people who frankly don't even want it a lot of the times. So the first reason you might be so stressed is simply that you love people and you're stressing yourself out trying to make them happy. That has to do with your values. Secondly, another reason you might be so stressed is having a list of things to do might make you feel important and capable. This is about your beliefs. If you believe that having a lot to do is wonderful because then you have some important stuff going on, or maybe just being busy makes you feel like you're being productive, that definitely could be leading to you getting so stressed. So having a list of things to do could make you feel important, and that has to do with your beliefs. Now, third, another reason you might be so stressed is that prioritizing is simply very difficult. So it's hard to say no or realize when we have taken on too much. And this has to do with your strategies for problem solving. So you might be stressed out simply because prioritizing is difficult. Now let's talk about three ways to stop being so stressed out. The first one, I just wanna start out by saying we are playing the long game here. So to play the long game, there's not something we can just do once and get it over with that's going to reduce all of our stress. Instead, you might not want to hear it, but we have to do something a little by little every single day, and that is to begin a habit of daily renewal. This is like Stephen Covey's idea of sharpening the saw. So this would be a twice-daily 10-minute break, so you're going to total have a 20-minute break broken up over two times, and this break needs to be where you stop the thinking mind Relax yourself by triggering your parasympathetic, let's just say that again, parasympathetic nerve system, which is a critical precursor to sustaining your learning growth and change. Now, the way to stimulate this nervous system is by doing something you actually enjoy that stops your thinking, planning, judging, optimizing, and so forth. Here are some examples that might work for you. One could be meditation. Another is yoga. A third, you could try getting out into nature, taking a walk, getting uh, with your friends and socializing, doing some kind of physical exercise that is non-striving. So it's somewhat stretching oriented or relaxing. And of course, there's always the possibility that you might do some gratitude journaling. Gratitude is magical, really, because it turns the brain from lack, from stress, from pressure to abundance, opportunity, and creativity. So gratitude can be a fabulous thing for stopping your thinking, planning, judging, and optimizing mind. All you need is 10 minutes twice a day. Now you need to get some support to make this really work for you. This could be that you join a support group. You Maybe you get a partner, find a teacher, a class, or a coach to help you stay on track with a daily renewal habit. This is one way to stop being so stressed. And remember, when we're playing the long game, We need to do it every single day and regularly check in on this. Second, another way to stop being so stressed is to learn to give a positive no to other people. Now, this is what a positive no sounds like. It's sort of like a sandwich. The first thing is, thank you for asking me or giving me this opportunity. Um, I really would love to do this for you. The second part of that sandwich is why I'm saying no. And I'm gonna grab one of my values and prioritize that over whatever the opportunity is. So let's just say someone gives me an opportunity to go somewhere and teach a class. And it's a class out of my area, it's not really of interest to me, and it's gonna take a lot more time than usual because I'm gonna have to really stretch. And I'd prefer to say no, because I'd like to spend my time in my zone of genius, which is teaching people how to self-grow, Uh, self-develop and improve their lives. So I'm going to say that positive no by saying, thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm going to have to say no, because right now I'm prioritizing only those opportunities that focus on coaching skills that I can share with other people. And then the last part of that sandwich message is something positive like, I have three colleagues. I'd love to share their names with, with you if you're interested that could speak on the subject that you're looking for. Would you be interested? Um, leaving it kind of focused like that where I'm saying, well, I know somebody who could help you or I have a link to a page that has a lot of ideas or something like this is a way to end that no with a positive vibe, positive sentiment. Your values make you take on too many things and your values can help you stop. When you put one of your important values in the middle of that positive note as, as the reason you're saying no. And the third way to stop being so stressed is to try one prioritization strategy to list what must be done and what can wait and what needs to be done by you versus what someone else can do. Now, you might have seen Stephen Covey's urgent and important matrix. This is where you draw an X and Y axis, just like you're in algebra class, and you have these four quadrants on your paper. And in one corner, you list all those things on your mind that are both urgent and important. Then in the next quadrant, you list the things that are urgent and not important. Another quadrant, you list the not urgent but important things. And then you list the not urgent and not important things in the fourth space. Well, the quadrant I'm suggesting is kind of like that. But instead, I would say some of those quadrants are going to be what has to be done by you versus other people. And some of those quadrants are going to be what have to be done now versus what can wait. You would be surprised when you start writing these things down and sorting them by what you have to do and what someone else has to do and what can wait, what can't wait. You're going to find so many things that really do not have to be done right now. In fact, you can put them on your calendar for next week, or maybe there's something that really someone else could do for you and you thought you had to do it all. So just trying that activity right there to prioritize is a strategy that can really help. And a second half of that is what we call the Ivy Lee method. This means you choose only the top few things on your list, you order them in order of importance, and then when you get up in the morning and you start your work, you just start with number one and you work it till it gets done. Then you move on to number two. So you're only giving yourself a very short list of your priority items each day. And you start that list and you just keep going. So those are three ways to stop being stressed. Uh, That daily renewal habit, learning to give a positive no, and prioritization strategies along with the Ivy Lee method. I hope you'll try one of these this coming week and see if they work for you. Now, the last thing we're talking about today is three types of permission you need to start this plan. We've already talked about three reasons why you might be so stressed and three ways to stop being so stressed. And of course, it's one thing to talk about all of this, and it's a whole other thing to believe it's even possible to do any of it. So one of the reasons we may not believe we can even make a change is that we think somebody else out there needs to give us permission to change. So the first one is to give yourself the permission to say no to some things. If you believe it is your mission in life to serve everybody else, and you believe that you're going to be a bad person if you say no to things, then you can never say no, right? You're going to have to start giving yourself permission to actually say no by realizing that you cannot be all things to all people. You're going to be just blasé at a lot of things instead of amazing. You can't be best at anything when you're saying yes to everyone. So you must give yourself permission to say no. Secondly, give yourself permission to be just as proud of what you have weeded out and said no to as you are to those things that you did accomplish. That may sound kind of crazy, but I have actually started a list for myself. I used to go to every conference I could possibly go to and make presentations on all kinds of online teaching topics and coaching topics. But I have started being way more selective with my time and my money. And I will only do those things that really align with my top priorities. So now I have a list of things I'm doing, things that are in progress, things that I just completed, you know, all of that stuff. And the other list is what I'm saying no to. So every time I'm tempted to put together a proposal for something that I might have done in the past, I look at that list and I check myself and I say, no, uh uh-uh. remember, you decided to weed that out so you can be amazing at this other thing. So even I have to remind myself daily what I'm letting go of. So it's a hard habit to start, but you can do it. I believe in you and, and you'll be a lot happier once you do. Lastly, give yourself permission to be human. That means taking those breaks twice a day for daily renewal and having some realistic expectations of yourself. Sometimes we put a list of things to do together for ourselves that is huge. It's more than anyone could do in a month. And we look at that list and think we're going to do it all today. We all believe that other people expect a lot from us. So we think we should just keep ourselves going, going, going. And we're okay with that when we think we're helping others. But really, we're treating ourselves like an object, kind of like a robot, in fact, like not taking the breaks, not doing things that help us to feel okay. But if we treat ourselves like humans instead of robots, We can do a little bit less, relax, and be so much better at the things we are getting done. Remember, being a human means you're gonna get some rest. You're gonna think kind thoughts about yourself and you're gonna celebrate those things that you did and not beat yourself up for all the things you didn't get done. Now, we have covered a lot of ground today. Just to recap, three reasons you might be so stressed, three ways to stop being stressed, and three types of permission you need to give yourself to start this plan. If you're still struggling with letting go of stress and reducing your stress, I want to recommend taking this to the next level by trying some of these habits with a friend, an accountability partner, or even a coach. A lot of people I coach come to me initially because they're either feeling very stuck or overwhelmed and totally stressed. Either one of those situations puts you in a place where it's very difficult to find a way out. And the wonderful thing about professional coaching is we tailor all those things to you and your life. So we make it very personal to you and help you where you're at and don't try to compare you to other people or treat you just like someone else. By the way, you're pretty special and unique and you're not like everybody else. So the solutions that work for someone else just might not be the ones that work for you. So I want to recommend that you find a friend, a partner, or a coach to work with, and then just get started on your plan. Just try one of these many ideas and do it every single day. Consistency is playing that long game I mentioned before, and that's going to give you all the chance in the world to reduce your stress and start feeling better right now. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to me. I know you're here because you care about doing a great job of being you and really being of value to other people in the world also. And I want to see you shine. I want to see you share your gifts and talents and feel great and amazing being you. So I wish you all the best trying these things out. I hope you'll come back next week and check out this podcast again and definitely share it with a friend. Thank you. All the best to being the best version of you. If you like what you heard today, share it with a friend, leave a review on iTunes, check out the resources at my website, drbcoach.com. I'm Bethany Hanson, and thanks for listening.